Is the music still playing? Cut the music. Cut the music. <laughs> Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Ball Caps and Bagpipes. It's been a while, ladies and gents. Is that you, Imagine. Jason? It was. Uh, it is all shaving, so uh, I look a little different. So. Are you getting feedback or is it just me? I think it's just you. I'm not hearing any feedback. You have Facebook open. Is that why you're getting dual Facebook? Amazing. You know, I've got YouTube open. That's what's there. You <laughs> <go>. <laughs> there. Okay. Pro there problem solved. Right. Uh, once again, sorry. Uh, welcome back to Podcasts and Bipapes. I'm John McKayla. And I'm Jason Day. Well, good to see you all. Baseball Scotland Hall of Famer, Jason. There, uh, you had a uh, you know a couple of new guys added to your uh, exclusive club this past Saturday, and that's what we're here to talk about. Jason is the awards dinner 2022, which was held in uh, Edinburgh. Uh, Paul Convoy, uh, I think he was um, kind of pressed for time and, and and looking to get it all sort of thrown together in quite a short space of time. Um, and I think he did a pretty good job overall of doing that, uh, considering, um, you know, I, I think there was a lot of uh, to and fro about what was going to happen with the awards dinner this night, this year. Um, managed to get it done. It was a great night. It was a great success. And so many people who are so deserving walked away with awards on the evening. Glad to see that it showed up. It was a nice chat with everybody. I wish I had more time to chat with everybody. Uh, but yeah, it was good to see that uh, obviously I've seen on the field, but I hadn't actually seen uh, in, in, a, in a nice, the best, or certainly best, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, it was a Saturday night, but we were all on a Sunday best, as you say. Um, we are going to talk about the, like I say, the awards then, and we'll, we'll recap the awards. Uh, Paul Convoy, Scott, Baseball Scotland President, um, had intended to join us tonight, uh, but he's unfortunately, uh, he's a bit sick just now, so he's recovering, so we wish him a speedy recovery in the meantime. Um, but uh, yeah, Saturday night, Edinburgh was uh, the place, the awards dinner was the event, it was it was intimate, it was a uh, you know, I got to got to speak in great in great depth with quite a few folk uh, from the league that I had never had the chance to properly talk to. Uh, so that was really nice. Um, but what do you say we get straight into the the awards? Absolutely, there's a lot of people honoured on the Saturday night. Let's talk about them all. Yep, indeed. Um, Owen, of course, in part to the fact that there are now two divisions and there were separate awards for the single A division and for the triple A division. Um, we started with the single A um, and it was the single A Rookie of the Year award. Uh, the nominees for Rookie of the Year and single A uh, were Adam Fortune Smith, Captain Pan, of course, of the uh, the, the single A division and Caledonia Classic winning um, T-Port Breakers. Uh, one of my teammates, Matt Gill, uh, on the comments, you had Daniel Ashraf, uh, young Aaron Duncan over in Aberdeen, the um, the, the the rookie over there, and uh, Jackson McGregor was the other nominee. Um, and that award uh, was won by uh, Captain Pan, who I think there can be no there can be no uh, confusion or doubt as to to who that award ended up going to in the end. Uh, Captain Pan was absolutely lights out this season. I think probably the key part of the title-winning uh, season for the single-A Tapeport Breakers. 
tell me if, if you dominated or not. <laughs> Uh, the next category was single A gold glove. Um, Captain Pan won a single A gold glove as well at pitcher. Um, he went, spoiler alert, folks, he went home with quite a lot of silverware. Um, my teammate Craig Waddle won a single A gold glove at catcher, which was great. Uh, another teammate of mine, Craig Fee, won at, uh, at first base. At second base was Rebecca Withers. Um, at third base, it was uh, Matthew Young. Um, the shortstop was won by Gordon McLaren, another teammate of mine, an excellent uh, fielder, um, an excellent all-round single-A player, to be honest, Gordon. Uh, great teammate as well. John Patterson won in left field. In centre field, Fiona Brambley of the Galaxy won. It's not the last we'll hear of uh, Fiona Brambley on the show. Um, the right field gold glove at single-A was won by Said Dickey. So that's the nine. Uh, that's the gold glove winning nine for single-A. Uh, next up was Silver Slugger. Uh, the singles, the single A uh, pitching Silver Slugger winner was Eric Yang. The catcher award went also to Craig Waddle of the Comets. Um, first base went to Stephen Tosh. Uh, Stephen Tosh up in Tayport. Um, second base it was Adam Fortune Smith. Uh, the third base award went to Rob Beckham. Now, I'm not sure. I don't think I know who Rob is, to be honest. I don't know if we've met. If we have, Rob, I really well, apologise. I'm really poor with... Uh, I don't have a great memory in my old age. But, yeah, uh, Rob had um, had the, the third base. I, I'm not sure who he is, though, so apologies. Uh, Jason Chung of uh, Edinburgh Knights. He won at shortstop. Well-deserved. Um, in left field, uh, Ian Fanning. Centre field single A Silver Slugger Award was uh, Matthew Gill, and I think that's um, that was pretty much obvious because you know Matt came along this year. He was a rookie, but my God, man! Like I don't think even we realised what we were getting until we started playing games. Um, the guy's outstanding. He's just got such a natural talent for this game. Um, I don't imagine that we'll be seeing him on this list next year because I, I feel like Triple A is is probably more in his future rather than uh, any more single A play. Um, but nevertheless, in right field, the winner for single A and silver slugger category was Liam Quinn. Uh, now, Scott Black uh, asks, no utility player award? Um, no, no. Um, I don't, I honestly don't think there should be a utility player award, man. Like, if you're a utility player, then it means that you're not playing enough at any one position to, to really be worthy of an award, surely. And I say that as an ardent yeah. fan of David John LeMahieu. Like, don't I get me wrong. I, <laughs> I, you know, I think he brings a valid point. I think they like said you might already they said maybe you're a shortstop, but so you know, are you one of the positions? But you know, you're second base. So you do both positions there. So maybe you only played six games at shortstop and six games at second base. Which was which side do you go to there? Ah. Yeah, you know what? You make a point. I, to be fair, especially in single A in this league, um, guess the MLB better scrap it then, says Scott. I mean, that's what I would do if I was MLB, but I'm not Major League Baseball. Um, my 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 thoughts on the game and those of the people who run Major League Baseball diverged from the same path a long time ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, you know, but you make a good point though, Jason. Um, you know. Particularly in our league, like most everyone is a utility player, um, you know, especially in single A, there's there's not really, 
you don't really have set positions in single A, do you? It's more just kind of like who you can fit into whatever role. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong on that. You know, maybe there should be more of a sort of a just utility. It should just... I think you might be having some technical difficulties there, Jason, because I'm struggling to see and hear you. Absolutely. <laughs> I've swapped Wi Fi a few times. <laughs> going on my Wi Fi. It's really annoying. Yo, duh. Are those are those girls of yours watching cartoons or something? Is that maybe what's happening? Are they watching cartoons in the house? I, I, I believe it's Bake Off right now. <laughs> so that's what's going on. Ah, Bake Off. Okay. Well, that's an authority that's far higher than you or me. That's uh, that's that's in charge of Bake Off. So we'll we'll leave it there. Um, let's move to the next award. That was the Scottish National Baseball League Single A MVP award. Now the nominees for this were Captain Pan. Um, Craig Waddle of the Comets, Matthew Young, and Billy Henriquez. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Henriquez or Enriquez. I'm, I'm never sure how to pronounce uh, the H in uh, Enriquez or Henriquez, but uh, nevertheless, um, the, the winner was Captain Pan, so he's already won three uh, awards, and there have been four awards you know, read out so far, so I should give you an idea how, how successful he was. I think he's probably needed to a, a suitcase uh, for the way for the for the drive home to, to take all of his stuff with him. Uh, then we've got the single A, a league table. Uh, of course, the the table breakers were awarded their trophy um, for winning the the single A division, uh, which again they you know they were on their feet half the night uh, <laughs> collecting their awards and, and trophies. So uh, again, hearty congratulations to the table breakers single A side. Um, yeah, so. Then the the triple A uh, is this the single A? Hold on. Yeah, so it's the next we went to triple A and we looked first at the uh, home run leaders. Um, quite a lot of people hit home runs this year, but no one hit that many. Um, like we're used to, obviously, in the last few seasons, seeing um, Albert Rodriguez hit like five or six a year, but that's not been the case this season. Uh, the home run champion this year only hit three and uh, that was Kauru Miyashita, a former Comet teammate of mine, a lovely guy he's now with the Granite City Oilers um, did a bit of pitching this year um, so uh, congratulations to Kauru, uh, he he hit three home runs this year and that's the most uh, that anyone hit this season Jason No, it's like John Nelson's bad day <laughs> that's all <laughs> no, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like it's like ah uh, you know I'm only gonna I'm only gonna hit three this month. And it's like uh, he probably hit three by the end of the first month of that year that he hit the the, the record. Um, I think it's more of a testament to the pitching. I think the pitching was better this year. I think we've seen the pitchers get better yeah. every every year, so it's not as easy. And especially when you split the division, you know, you play a double header and then have I say a single pitcher pitching that second game there. So I think. Um, yeah. because it is provided you're seeing better pitching and so um maybe hard to hit home runs apparently at least that, that's my theory yeah. we'll say we should keep tracks so, yeah, how many home runs here this year and what's compared to next year yeah i think you're absolutely right um i think that you know the the distinct the single a and triple a distinction has led to both you know less home runs um lower scoring games and also better defensive play as well. So you're not seeing as many runs scored by way of the home run. You're also not seeing as many runs scored by way of the error as well. You know, like people have to earn 
runs like uh, they do in sort of actual baseball. Like for for very for a very long time in this league, we had um, you know experienced players playing alongside people who had never played the game before, um, and it leads to a lot of disjointedness in terms of defensive quality, the pitching, and also the hitting standard. All of that's changed now this year with the single A division. You've got people who get a chance to develop at a level that's a step below, so that they're able to you know build their confidence, build up their skills from scratch if need be, and then potentially move up to Triple A when they're ready to, instead of uh, having a lot of pressure on them in the in the Triple A division that they're not ready for. Um, so you've seen that a lot uh, across this season. We saw it in the postseason. Um, the single A game was. Uh, a close game. There were a few errors, but it was a close game. And, and the Triple A Caledonia Classic this year was fantastic. And of course, that game uh, in the semi final between the Breakers and the Cannons, uh, like Jason um, Paul said uh, at the weekend, he said that he thinks that's his, the best game of baseball he's ever seen played in Scottish soil. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, 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 there's always those games like that. I have a distinct one that I remember as my favorite game that was probably one of the best we played. But, you know, everyone's going to have their own personal favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Um, many, you know, many congratulations to everyone in single A uh, that won awards again, by the way. Um, and congratulations again to Kauru. Uh, what a player he is. Um, next up, it was the Triple A Gold Glove Award. Um, Shin Yen Lee won uh, the Gold Glove Pitcher this year. Um, Rudy Dunn, your old friend Rudy, uh, won the Gold Glove at catcher. Um, now we were talking about home runs a minute ago. He he obviously hit his first ever home run after playing for twenty years this year. Uh, so that was that was a definite highlight. Um, Rudy Dunn at catcher. It was uh, uh, Cesar Panda Alexander who won the Gold Glove at first base for AAA this year. I'm sure my coach uh, Jason Stott will be fuming at that, but <laughs> well deserved. Nonetheless, uh, Federico Gambadotti was the gold glove second baseman. I don't know what's going on with your uh, camera there, but you're frozen and I can barely hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try swapping my Wi-Fi again. Uh, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Just stay where you are. Don't move a muscle. Uh, so Federico uh, Gambadotti, uh, second base gold glover. Yeah. Paul Gardner yeah. won the third base gold glover at AAA. Uh, shortstop, it was uh, Marina De Angelis, a friend of the show, a uh, ball player that you know we're both big fans of. Um, she uh, followed up the 2021 campaign where she was an MVP finalist with yet another fantastic uh, campaign this year. Um, big, big part of the AAA Caledonia Classic um, and a very key part of this single A division winning and the single A Caledonia Classic winning um, table breakers side. The, the left field gold glove went to the old man himself, Sylvain Morisot. Uh, Le Bleu, as he was uh, called uh, by uh, Paul back at the back at the Triple A Caledonia Classic. Um, so congratulations, Sylvain. Uh, Miles Peterson of the Glasgow Galaxy won in centre field. Um, and finally, in right field, Jose Gonzalez was the right field gold glove winner uh, from, I believe, Jose, was he the Edinburgh Devils? I would assume so. It's one of the Edmund teams, I believe he plays for, but um, please forgive me if I've gotten that wrong. Triple um, A Silver Slugger. Um, at Triple A, the Silver Slugger for pitcher went to Peter Rowe. 
Um, so, Peter Rowe, congratulations from, on that. Uh, Leo Hernandez won Silver Slugger at Catcher. Um, at first base, it was Mo Adams of the Glasgow Galaxy, a uh, tremendous power hitter, a uh, guy who came along um, and was you know, a big part of the, the Galaxy batting lineup the in recent in recent months. Uh, Juan Suarez at second. Uh, Rocky Shu won at third base, uh, the Triple A Silver Slugger. Uh, for shortstop, it was Luis Marino of Edinburgh. Um, Connor Smith won in left field, so congratulations to Connor. Uh, Connor introduced himself to me uh, on Saturday, incidentally. Um, and we chatted for a short bit. Um, lovely guy. Uh, nice to meet you, by the way, Connor. Um, and hopefully we'll get him on the show next year uh, to talk about his. Um, his immense talent and what he's already done in the game and where he might potentially go next because uh, the, 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 there's no ceiling, there's no ceiling for a kid as talented as Connor Smith, that's for sure. Um, in centre field, it was Alfredo Perez and the Silver Slugger Award winner at AAA for right field was Jake DeBurka of the Table Breakers. So that was the Silver Slugger Award winners. Um, so the finalists for Pitcher of the Year were Kit Serrell of Edinburgh, David Flores of the Glasgow Comets, and Xin Yen Lee um, of the Table Breakers. Now, this was one of the awards that um, kind of surprised me a wee bit because I had expected Xin Yen to win it um, because I think he just had such a great and consistent season. Um, it, you know, it's probably helped by the fact that I saw a lot more of Xin Yen, um, I must admit. So I did see a hell of a lot more of Shin Yen this year than I did Kit. Um, but Kit Serol uh, was the was the winner of Pitcher of the Year. Uh, massive congratulations to you, Kit. And uh, if you, uh, I don't know if you can see the the picture that, that Paul used of Kit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was tremendous. Um, by the way, uh, you can view the AAA section of the awards dinner. Um, you can view the AAA section on demand on the on the stream uh, at the Baseball Scotland Facebook Facebook page. That's just facebook.com slash baseball Scotland. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. Um, now there were, let me think, two, four, two, four, six. I don't even know. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> there were 10 finalists for MVP. Um, so the Scottish National Baseball uh, AAA MVP nominees were Kit Serrell, Connor Smith, Luis Marino, Leo Hernandez, David Flores, Ian Davidson, one of my teammates, a guy you know pretty well, iDog, uh, Shin Yen Lee, Jacob Wright of the Galaxy, yep. Mo Adams, and Pat Musel up in Aberdeen. Um, and the MVP winner uh, came down to three finalists, Connor Smith, David Flores, and Shin Yen Lee. And for me, the deserving MVP winner this year uh, was the professor himself, Shin Yen Lee. Uh, congratulations, Shin Yen, uh, of the Table Breakers on that massive win. Um, I don't remember... Who, do you remember who won MVP in 2019? Obviously, we didn't have uh, an award ceremony in 2020 due to COVID, but can you remember who won the MVP award in 19? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, let me see. Is Paul... Is Paul it, so around... it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to message Paul live on the uh... air right now and ask him. Who won the 2019 MVP award? 
I should put in Scotland as well, man. He'll be like, fucking. In Scotland. The reason I ask him, obviously, last year, uh, Kyle won. Um, and obviously, Shane Yen winning this year. That's two pitchers in a row that have won um, the MVP award. I'm, I'm just wondering who won it in 2019. Scott Black says Kyle, but I'm not sure. Did Kyle win it two in a row? That might be that might be right. No. That might be right. No, I can't imagine. The Galaxy won the won the title that year, didn't they? Please, if the 2019 MVP of Scottish baseball is can hear my voice right now, make yourself be known. Make yourself known. Let me let me let me hear you. 2019 MVP. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure either. Well, listen, uh, and I tell you what, we, I, I will update the website when I get a chance, and we can put the former award winners on it. We'll put everything up on the website. So you don't know we have a new website, so it is up there. Um, uh, it, it's probably has been touched for three months, so probably not the most up to date currently, but it is up there. And uh, I will I will put the former MVPs up there and award winners on there. Uh, I should have, I should have probably had more, <laughs> but yeah, we can do that totally. Uh, yeah, I don't know who won it in twenty nineteen. Did did could Kayla won it two in a row? I'm trying to think. No, I don't can't imagine you won. Would he have been with the? Would he been an Edinburgh Giant still at the time? In nineteen, were they they? Were they around in nineteen and then they stopped? They would have they would have been around possibly because that was pre-COVID. Yeah, I think oh, that was, nineteen might have been the Giants COVID. last year. I'm just trying to uh, zip through the, the presentation again because I closed it to message Paul. Um <laughs> um Thank God it's the season finale. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I think it was there in 2019. It wouldn't have been Brett Griffin. This is the only other person I can think of. Maybe. Mm. Did the, was the Galaxy Albert? won. Did Albert ever win? Albert won the what what's no, what was known at the time as the Haggis Basher. He won the the home run crown, but I don't know if he won MVP. I don't think so. I don't okay, think I, I don't think I, I don't think that a comet's ever won MVP. So, and he would have been a comet by that point. Um, hmm. yeah, we'll have to have to do that. That's, that's a good point. I should probably. Uh, Scott Black saying whoever was a pitcher was it uh, Luke <laughs> that's a good show actually it might well have been Luke I mean it was, we took a long road for a shortcut but the point I was trying to make was um, you know it seems like you know it just I think it highlights how just how important a good pitcher is especially in this league you know, like if you're a good pitcher and you 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 pitch your way to maybe a league title or make a team, you know, considerably better than they were the year before, um, or win any sort of trophies, um, you're going to be in with a shout of MVP because pitching is everything in this league, and uh, that's been shown, I think, uh, in recent years with the with the MVP winners. 
Um, so yeah, congratulations again to Sheeny and Lee. Um, uh, the Edinburgh Cannons, of course, were handed the trophy. It feels like it's been a very long time since the Cannons won the league because they won it so early. <laughs> they had such a dominant first half of the year that it was, you know, out of sight practically by the All Star break. I think was it one or two wins? I think they were away from winning the league by the All Star break. Something mental like that. They were on quite the streak. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's been ten years. The only one was two thousand. The free, uh, excuse me, 2010, 2011, 2012, and then after that, mm -hmm. the Devils took over, and then yep. and then it's gone all around now. So it's, uh, it's good yeah. to see it come back. Yeah, you must be chuffed for the Cannons, man. Um, so yeah, the Edinburgh Cannons, uh, Scottish National Champions, 2022. Uh, the contributions to Scottish Baseball Award was uh, the next one that was uh, was was given out by Paul. And um, I was lucky enough to, to, to be awarded one of them last year. Um, and the contributions to Scottish Baseball Award this year uh, went to Rit, Richard Zivikovsky, Coach Rit of the uh, Edinburgh Juniors. Um, it was... Zibkowski? Zibkowski? I mean, I don't know. Uh, and, you know, my family is actually Polish, you see. I played with Rit. Yeah, well... My, my family's actual yeah, Polish, so, uh, Rick, so we, we would say Zbikowski. You played with Rick? He's American Polish, so he's Zbikowski. Yeah, I've never heard of him Any, yeah, any favourite stories of playing with Rick? Yeah. Uh, so, Rick spent time in Japan, I think the most famous story from Rick is we're all sitting down, like, snacking between games. We pulled out a dragon fruit and started in the dragon fruit. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that? That is the kind of it's thing that would get you relentless like, slagging for the rest of the season on a Glasgow bench. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is like eating like ham sandwiches and Red's got like sushi and Red's yeah. so. <laughs> But Red's great. Like he, uh, he's been great. great with the juniors. I want to say it's like six years now. So um, he's really kind yeah. of like his son took an interest in baseball again he's like well of course mm -hmm. i'm gonna you know take over there and he, he's grown it from i think it was like three or four of his friends that um to now i think there's like over 20 that show up on a, on a sunday for, for the junior training so he's done a yeah. good job with it yeah paul paul made the made a reference to uh, one or two times that he took over the juniors when brit's been around hasn't been around and just how full-on and energetic it is uh you know um because I think testament to just how great Rit has been and to, to have done it for five, six years. Um, and Paul, of course, also mentioned that there's now a crop of those young players who is ready to to make the jump and come into sort of the the baseball Scotland league. So you know, it's going to be interesting to see how how they get on and see what that means for the Edinburgh Knights, for the Edinburgh um Devils and for the Edinburgh Cannons next year and moving forward. I think it'd be great. Hopefully, maybe have enough to go and have their own single A team. If not, they'll be feeding into the single A team, and uh, they'll have to yeah. fight their way to get some playing time. But you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about kind of uh, bringing your game up to the level you're playing at and uh, showing everyone mm -hmm. that you belong to be there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they do join the Knights because if they join the Knights, 
then that's going to make the Knights absolutely stacked, man. Like, that's going to give them so much depth and it's going to be interesting to see how the Knights get on next year if they've got that much uh, at their disposal, see if they can climb up that table. Um, they were obviously finished, I think, third place this year. Um, so we'll see if that, that extra um, depth you know, leads to extra positions on the state on the standards next year. It's gonna be interesting to see if or if they start as a new team, where they're gonna start off from, you know. A new team can either go the way of the Express, where you know they were second in the league and almost won the Caledonia Classic in their first year, or could go the way of, you know, the, the table breakers last year are a great example, struggled for most of the year, eventually uh, put it together and managed to uh, put together a phenomenal season this year. But it's gonna be something to watch next season on ball caps and bagpipes for sure. Um the next award was the President's Award, which is a very prestigious um, reward that's given out by Paul himself, uh, and 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 it went to someone who I think was um, very deserving of it this year, uh, Fiona Brambley of the Glasgow Galaxy, um, primarily in. Sorry, I'm getting notifications in my ear here. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, she she was kind of instrumental in the the pursuit of you know the European adventure for the women's baseball uh, Great Britain. Um, they went over to France uh, and and they made a great account of themselves. So um, she is very deserving of that. Um, just what she's done for um, for girls in the game as well in general. Um, she's such an accessible um, face and voice for for women in baseball that um, I think just her being around the Glasgow team makes it a hell of a lot more inviting place for women to to come play um, and th- we need more of that in the league so uh, congratulations again to Fiona uh, for that um, let me just check Caledonia Classic um, it was the next one uh, and it was obviously uh, single A it was the breakers over the Comets um, we've discussed the Caledonia Classic and the playoffs in previous episodes but just one more congratulations to Tayport um, Obviously, they won both the single A and triple A Caledonia Classic this year. So, first year we've had single A and triple A Caledonia Classics. They've already been the first team to do the double. So, there's there's no way to go from here but down, unfortunately, guys. <laughs> um, one thing that you did give out that's worth noting is the Caledonia Classic MVP awards. Um, Captain Pan won again in single A, and uh, I think more than deserving. Um, he pitched the well enough that day that he gave them a chance to come back from two deficits um you know the the comets looked at one point like they might finally beat the breakers in that day um but pat but captain did a phenomenal job of digging in and finding that extra uh command that extra bit of velocity and just getting the right pitches uh, at the at the right time to to get them over the line in that game so congratulations captain and in triple a it was uh, sylvan morisot who I think was more than deserving. Um, he had a phenomenal game uh, during the Triple A Caledonia Classic. I remember I was I talked about it. I think on commentary um, at the time, just how good he was that day. Um, so congratulations to Sylvan as well uh, on that award. Um, the Hall of Fame was the was the last one. Uh, now the class of twenty twenty two features uh, someone that sadly passed away. A few years back, um, someone who I don't believe I ever had the pleasure of meeting, but I know that you know you knew him pretty well, Jason. Uh, Donald Brocci joins the ranks of the Hall of Fame in Scottish baseball. I did that. He was before my time. It's in the early 90s. He was before your time. 
my god yeah he was instrumental yeah, from what i can yeah, tell exactly in the so. well that's that's you're going back a long long way then um donald brought you though yeah, instrumental in the creation of eighties and nineties yeah instrumental in the creation of the edinburgh baseball club um what would eventually become the diamond devils and now of course what we have which is the uh, the devils and the cannons and the uh, the setup that you guys have out there. Um, none of that would have been able to happen without Donald Brocci. Um, of course, the Brocci Shield just a couple of years ago, back in 2020, when we had the COVID uh, cancelled season, um, the Edinburgh teams went head-to-head in a friendly tournament, uh, a look-at-one game playoff for the Donald Brocci Shield. Um, I still don't know who won that because, I, you know, it was funny on Saturday when he was talking about it, I was like thinking, please, please say who won it because... <laughs> <laughs> because that, that, at the time, at the time it happened, we were like, I don't know, and then you were like, I don't know either. So uh, at the time, we didn't know, and then like he didn't mention who actually won it on Saturday either. So if you know who won that Donald Brocci Shield in in twenty twenty, then please do let us know, and we can put this this to bed. This this thread of the show can finally end. Um, but um, congratulations to the Brocci family. I know that his wife and his son uh, managed to make it down for the Brocci Shield game. Uh, and I think it was quite an emotional uh, experience for them to see what what leg- the legacy he had left and how much it was appreciated. Um, so congratulations to Donald and his family. Um, you know, we need more of that. Um, you know, we need more of that in the, in the Hall of Fame. Like people who came before even you, uh, certainly long before I did, um, uh, but, but into actually the the second inductee uh, this year, uh, there were two of them, and the other one was our old friend Nick Clark, who was on the show in, in season two uh, during the COVID season. Um, he was he was amazing to talk to, and I hope that we'll potentially be able to get him back on one day to tell more stories um, about his time. Uh, but massive congratulations to Nick. Uh, on the Hall of Fame induction, I know that you knew you knew Nick quite well. He led the team when you first started, and it was actually Nick that you took the reins from when you took over. Um, tell me, uh, I mean, we've we'll probably talked about Nick quite extensively in the past, but uh, tell me about what it means to you to see Nick go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's great to see him. Pretty much have the legacy of every kind of coach manager from Edinburgh from the mid eighties till now. Uh, in the Hall of Fame, so you know it was it was great to see Nick. Nick put in more effort than you know I could even imagine doing back in the day. I mean, everything was done pretty much manually. You didn't have the websites to go and and, and track people down for. You know, so he was calling people, uh, he organized everything. So uh, you know, it was well deserved. Nick, Nick, Nick. You know, gosh, I think he was the one that put together the Scotland Eden tournament in 1999 that was played in Meadow Bank. So uh, yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, you know, the awards night that we just had for the league, um, you know, without the guys that were inducted into Hall of Fame, we wouldn't have been in Edinburgh. Um, and like you say, without Nick, we probably wouldn't have a league to talk about. Um, so it was... Uh, Brilliant to see Nick go in, uh, and uh, again, congratulations to both of them. Congratulations one more time to everyone who won awards at the 2022 Scottish Baseball Awards. Um, it was a great night. Um, I remember one of the highlights of the night for me was sitting on a train back to Queen Street with my teammate Saeed. Um, we talked about hitting for like an entire hour, and it was great. You know, it's like, 
it was it was such a great chat. So that was uh, probably a highlight of the night for me. And of course, seeing your bad self as well, Jason. <laughs> I need to post a picture of myself about once a month during the season. So <laughs> we got we the next one until April. Yeah, we're going to be back uh, with the 2023 season of Ball Caps and Bankpipes probably around February, March. We'll wait until we have more information on exactly when the season's going to be starting and stuff. We'll get Paul on for the usual, uh, the president's report that he does every pre-season, of course. Um, and we look forward to doing more interviews with more players uh, starting next year. Um, in the meantime, please subscribe to Ball Caps and Bagpipes on YouTube. Uh, it's just ball caps and bagpipes if you search in the bar. I haven't gotten around to giving us a username yet, but I'll get on that. Um, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. It's at Caps and Pipes on Twitter. And it's, uh, I believe you can find us by typing at Caps and Pipes on Facebook as well, but just search ball caps and bagpipes and you'll find us. Um, follow us on Instagram if you feel like it. It's ball caps and bagpipes. I don't use Instagram. Uh, I don't even know if you use it. I've been posting for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, but follow us everywhere anyway. And uh, of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast on your podcast player of choice. That is, of course, if you don't watch the video version on Facebook and YouTube or indeed Twitch. Uh, Twitch, I think it's, I have no idea what the Twitch is. Just okay, search football okay. caps and buy pipes <laughs> on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really, yeah. So, but yeah, that is going to do it for I'll the 2022 season on. Ball caps and bagpipes, right? Uh, that's going to do it for season four, uh, the 2022 season on ball caps and bagpipes. Um, we're going to take the entire winter off this year. Um, so we won't be doing any bonus episodes for the time being. Uh, we will be back uh, in spring. And um, yeah, in the meantime, have a great off season, everybody. Yep. Everyone have a nice off season. Stay safe. Hope you guys have a holidays and we'll see you next year. Bobby Benia.